You are listening to Hellcats Hope, episode number 18. Sometimes you think I'm crazy and sometimes I think you're crazy, but we still love each other and we move on down the way. That's exactly right. Welcome to Hellcats Hope, the podcast to find humor, healing, and hope. Come along with Hellcat as she explores ways to help you overcome adversity and find your own inner Hellcat. Yes, Hellcat is her legal middle name, and hope is her game, bringing hope to others by showing what's possible. Here's your host, law school grad, motivational speaker, author, and certified life and smoking cessation coach, Lori Hellcat Bamford. Hello, friends. Welcome back. Welcome to episode 18, Finding Common Ground Through Humor, Healing, and Hope. So today I'm interviewing my very dear friend, Amanda Doolittle Crawford. Amanda and I have been very good friends now for, oh gosh, probably nine years. And we are polar opposites. Recently, Amanda had posted on Facebook a picture of us and explaining that we are polar opposites in many ways, politically and in the football teams we cheer for. I bleed burnt orange. She bleeds that hideous crimson and cream. Today, I'm going to talk to Amanda about how we are able to be really great friends and still be okay with disagreeing on things politically and how we have managed that part of our friendship. And so we thought it would be a really good message, especially now when everything is very highly politicized in this season. My hope is that you will walk away with maybe some ideas on how you can manage the personal friendships and relationships in your life. And even those quote friends that you have on Facebook. So listen up and hopefully learn how you too can make it through this political season. Now, before we get started, here is an outtake of a very humorous interaction before we actually got started with the interview. Enjoy. The last one I did with my brother, it sounded like I was in a well or something. It doesn't sound well-like at all. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, Timmy's in the well. (laughs) (laughs) Timmy's in the well. Timmy's in the well. This is not going well already. (laughs) Good morning. Good morning. I was just talking to Tom. I was getting an update because Aaron doesn't call me. He only calls me when he needs help with school. Yes. Or if he wants money. We all have our roles. (laughs) I know, but I want the 10 calls a day. No, you don't. Yeah, you're probably true. No, you don't. That's probably true. You're probably Mm -mm. right. So how far back do we go? Xander joined the Deer Creek Bucks in the fourth grade. Yep. But we knew, kind of knew each other from kindergarten because the boys were in school together. We just didn't know we knew each other. Right, right. And my first interaction with Aaron was before my first interaction with you. Tell me about that. Um, <laughs> I was asked by the music director to choreograph the little musical that they do every year. And 
the one little number I choreographed was the one that Aaron was in. <laughs> and that was my first interaction with Aaron Corbin. I was like, this kid, this kid has a lot to say. <laughs> he needs to just, just, he just needs to follow my instruction. I mean, question after question after question. Aaron, just do what I tell you. Just do what I tell you. Well, what, what about, what, what if I step up? What, Aaron, just do what I tell you, babe. Just do what I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and they were probably in second grade. Was it the, the sh it was something like a pirate ship Dude, or something. I don't remember. <laughs> correct. It was something, that he was a pirate. Correct. Yeah, he was a pirate. Oh, it's tragic. I'm not used to that. I'm used to like gymnasts and athletes that do not speak when I speak and do exactly what I say when I say it. And then I had this group of 10 just second graders that don't know me from Adam and they were acting like second graders. I mean, that they weren't bad or disrespectful, but they were being second graders and I didn't understand what was going on. <laughs> like, why aren't you just doing what I tell you to do? So they were playing little league football for the Bucks. So starting yep. in fourth grade. Yes. Yeah. And then that's when we also decided that we wanted, since we met that whole team of Deer Creek boys and the parents, that we wanted to move into Deer Creek and get our kid in school with that group of boys to grow up with. We right. legit moved for Xander Crawford. Yep. Yep. Fine. Well, I was a single mom at the time, but I knew that I wanted to be in the Deer Creek schools and Aaron was playing. And that was the whole reason. I mean, Aaron was playing little league football with Deer Creek kids. And because at the time we were in Putnam city. Yeah. You were in school with me. Yep. I started looking and, nabbed the first rental house I found in the Grove and uh, the rest is history, right? You know, we did that too. Well, if you'll remember, our house would not sell. Do you remember what I did the first year to get my kids in Deer Creek? Oh my gosh. Did you work in the cafeteria? I worked in the cafeteria right. at Grove Valley for one year because if you're an employee, then your kids can transfer in. So I did that for a year while we sold our house, got a rental, and then a year later bought the house that we're in now. But yeah, that was the hardest work I've ever done in my life physically for the least amount of pay. You had, you approached me and said, Hey, <laughs> we need to, we need to do a podcast about this. And I think it was in response that someone had posted a comment actually to one of your posts recently that said, you need to do a podcast on this one. So what, well, you and I have talked about that even before this, like we, I, I don't think we talked about a podcast, but we did talk about wanting to do like some sort of tutorial That's it. On, on how to be really great friends that do not agree politically. Right. And it, it can be done. Sometimes you think I'm crazy and sometimes I think you're crazy, but we still yep. love each other and we move on down the way. That's exactly right. Why do you feel that this is so important to talk about now, about how people can be different politically, but still love each other and be friends and be kind and productive in discussions? Because we've done it several times. I mean, it's not just about politics. It's been obviously about the school board. Mm -hmm. It's been about school policies. It's been about uh, politics. It's been about relationships. I mean, there's lots of things. in general. Quarantine, Quarantine in general. I think that's where it's come to a head because everything is like the perfect storm this year. It's the quarantine, the virus, and an election year. 
all wrapped into one perfect storm. And it brings out the good in people. And it really does bring out the ugly in people when they are passionate about one side of the issue or one side of the argument. Sometimes their passion comes across or is misconstrued as just hatefulness. So you have to be very mindful in your words if you're passionate about something because your words and what you're throwing out there with with your view could directly affect a friendship, not knowingly, not knowingly. But just think if I threw some erratic posts on Facebook about how all liberals are idiots and stupid. And I see that that a lot. Never. I would never say something like that because in my mind is, well, that's not how Lori is. So I cannot make a general assumption about all liberals when my best friend is not that kind of liberal. So it keeps me from making any kind of out there in the universe post or cry about your entire party because I don't see you that way. I just wish more people could think about it from that point of view. Yeah. You can have an idea and you can have a belief, but it doesn't mean that everybody on the other side is crazy or stupid. It just means that they believe something else. Right. Let's make a quick list about how different we are. We've talked about how we're, oh, yeah. we've talked a little bit about how we're the same, right? Like, I mean, we both love football. We both have 18 uh, year olds. We both have girls that ride equestrian. Yes. Like the girls do the same thing too. We're both very strong, independent women. We're very vocal in our beliefs. Uh, we have servants' hearts. I think that that's fair. Uh, that is new for me, though. You've always had a servant's heart. I have just recently discovered, maybe in the last three years, that I, I enjoy that as well, where I've never done it before. Right. That's right. new for me, probably because of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's always been there. Maybe you just got a little bit more confidence in, in finding a way that you can serve. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And now that I've, I'm no longer on the football board with you, which that's really where our friendship really just took off. Absolutely. With those hours of working on the football board together, I threw my name in the pot for a servant's position in my power tumbling entity. It's called USTA. And I was named onto the ethics committee about a month ago. Oh, congratulations. Which is an unpaid servant's heart position. None of these are paid. (laughs) None of them are paid. Um, But I kind of got to wondering, like, do they really know who they're putting on there? (laughs) On an ethics committee? Is this really wise on their end? (laughs) I truly believe, like, when you walk in your purpose, you collide with your destiny. Like, I say that all the time. It's from Dr. Bertie Sperry. And I just really think when you are walking in your purpose, you're going to collide with those moments. And so there have been many moments, which I'm sure you can understand where you, you get some appointment or you're asked to do something and it just feels right in your gut. But there is yeah. a little voice in your head going, do they know what they're doing? Like what? <laughs> uh, do they know. really know what they're doing here? Like, no, I really am going to, I feel like I'm going to have to watch my mouth at competitions now I'm gonna have to maybe keep my crazy a little more under control than I did before because now you are appointed to an ethics committee and you're gonna have to walk you're gonna have to toe that line yeah Yeah. so that you don't look like the crazy one right recently you posted something on social media on Facebook noting all of our differences 
which was so interesting to me because I mean, I, I intellectually know those differences, but they're not even really like on my radar most of the time. And so we don't base our friendship around that. That's right. So we don't really think of it very often because it's unimportant in our relationship. I know you voting for, Mm -hmm. we don't have to discuss it. Right. And I think that's the key. I mean, they're like, we know where we diverge and that we're different. There's no reason to discuss it. The, the broad issue, because I'm not going to change your mind and you're not going to change mine. Correct. Yeah. And you know, our football uh, football's on the opposite end of the spectrum too. You won't even come to my house for a game because you think it's bad juju. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're at Oklahoma OU fan, Sooner fan. And like, that just kind of made me nauseous just to say. You had to say uh, it out loud. I did. And I am a Texas Longhorn fan. So we're very different in sports. And that's true. And also maybe not necessarily bad luck, but I'm a terrible loser. For 24 hours, I will pout when my team has lost a football game. It's oh. just, I can't help it. That's the way it is. So it's probably best that we just keep that separate as well. On the other hand, every time I see something out and about that is that burnt orange, don't you notice I take a freaking pick and say, hey, do you want this? Yes, that's true. Like, it's always in the back of my head, like, oh, she would wear that. It's that yeah. ugly orange color. It's <laughs> she would wear that. Um, I wouldn't, but she would. And I snap a pick. I'm like, hey, do you need this? Uh-huh. Sometimes it's like, oh, that's so cute. Well, I, and then you'll respond an hour after I send you a picture. I know. Honey, I'm already gone. I can't get that for you. (laughs) I do need, I want to know where that duster was. Where was that though, by the way? The Chicken Barn Show. I want to read the post that you made. Okay. I think it's that important. So you posted this on social media on September 13th and you tagged me in it. It's a, it's a, it's adorable picture of us, right? From a football game. And you wrote, this is Amanda and Lori, best of friends. Amanda conservative Republican that fights for your parental rights in the constitution. Oh, you sooner Lori liberal Democrat that fights for civil rights and serves selflessly on the deer Creek school board, Texas Longhorn. They don't agree on most politics. They don't support the same political party. They support rival football programs. They are polar opposites, but all caps, They know how to have constructive conversations about both sides of the spectrum, usually leading to a common ground. It can be done by listening to understand instead of listening to comment. It is beautiful. It has 285 likes. You almost broke the interwebs. (laughs) So I want to talk about this by listening to understand instead of listening to comment. What did you mean by that? Don't you feel that people just want to be heard sometimes instead of understood? And to understand someone, you have to listen first. You have to listen to their side and why they're passionate about a a topic. And if you'll understand them, you will be less quick to respond with a comment and more with a comment of, I never thought of it that way, or I never saw it that way. Thank Mm -hmm. you for opening my eyes to that side. But I don't feel that some are like that. They're just so uh, narrow-minded and small in their scope that all they see is what they feel they believe. And they just want to get that out there. I just got to get this out. 
You don't sometimes. You mm-hmm. need to sit back and absorb from one of your quotes, in light of new information, (laughs) (laughs) I have a different opinion now. (laughs) I have used that more in the last two weeks, I feel, than I've ever used that in my life. In light of new information. And then I can be on the other. In light of new information, I still think what I think. I still believe what I believe. Right. Even with new information in front of me. But I do feel like the culture that we're in now and how everything is so, gosh, how do I put this? Keyboard warriors, they just want to stir a pot. There's many out there that just, they have no purpose other than just pot stir. And I have learned to weed those people out of my life. I can't align with that. All you're trying to do is stir a pot. I'm trying to understand and hear the other side, whether I agree with them or not. I still want to listen. Do you feel like you've lost friends as a result of the climate the last year? Yes. I've chosen to Mm -hmm. remove myself from the friendship Mm -hmm. because of the lack of understanding and the lack of being open-minded. There are some that just took all of my joy away from the relationship because it was so one-sided, one, me, 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 me. I'm not a me, me person. I just can't do that. So yes, I've lost friendships. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've lost any from the other side. Why do you think your post garnered so much positivity and embracement and love? Because more people are in the middle like me and you than we realize. Yeah. More people are really working towards the common good than we realize not always the loudest person is the most respected person. Mm -hmm. And those that we tend to see on social media constantly that are loud and vocal, those are honestly the ones that won't listen to understand. Those are just the ones that are out there to put their agenda out there or their feelings out there. And I think there's more people like us than we give credit to. Yeah. So that's why I got such a good response. I did have a friend message me after that. And she said, you need to value that relationship because I've got a handful of friends that I cannot have a conversation with at all because it gets ugly and heated and we don't have that kind of banter back and forth. That's a positive ending. It's always a negative ending. She said, so you need to value that friendship because a lot of us don't have that. Right. I thought that was very sad. I was like, then you're not friends. Right. (laughs) You're not true friends. You're not true core. I would take a bullet for you friends if you cannot have an open discussion. Right. And I think it's our age too. I I think think our age has a lot to do with it. I think it does too, because I can tell you the version of me 10, 15, especially 20 years ago, I was that loud person who was probably looking to stir a couple of pots and, you know, just to go to that anger, that instant anger and annoyance. And I do think it comes with age where you're kind of like, you know what, guess what? Not everybody has to think like you. And here's the other lesson. You don't have to be right you don't have don't to be know. right all the time. And you can what? play in your own poopy diaper and I'm going to sit there and let you. <laughs> people I mean, get to be, 
people get to be right and people get to be wrong because I don't want other people telling me, you know, I have to believe a certain way and I'm not going to do that to other people. You know what? I may roll my eyes. I may. uh, Okay. Obviously that's human nature. We're going to do that. Right. I wish I had a body cam on you on some of our conversations because I would love to see the eye rolling going on. Oh, here she goes. (laughs) And I love her. And I love her. (laughs) And you know who else? I was just thinking of another friend of a mutual friend of ours, Robert Jernigan. Oh my God. I could not be more polar opposite, but I consider him a, a dear friend. There are sometimes, seriously, I would want to reach through and like strangle him, which I will note, I think he does it on purpose. There are many things he, he says. He, he loves to tell me that, yeah, he loves to tell me to go in the kitchen and make him a sandwich. I know. And I mean, I know he just, does, but it still annoys me, even though I know he's just doing it to annoy me. And I high school and graduated with Robert. Yeah. That's been Robert since the day Robert came out of the womb. Yeah. <laughs> and I've had friends either in the thread or message me separately and say, how can you be friends with him? I mean, like genuinely, they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, guess what? It takes all kinds of people and input and ideas. And I value so many more things about him than. And you know, in in his heart, he's a good man. That's right. And when you know the core of a person, then that's when you can accept their level of crazy <laughs> because you know deep down okay this is a good dude yes and that's what you know of me yes. she is a good woman she has a good heart yeah. she's not out seeking pot stirry kind of thing so when you know someone's heart then you maybe that's why you can open your ears and listen to understand because you know their heart right you know i love you but all that OU stuff in the background is just, it's making me a little nauseous. It's not. It's, yeah. it's, it, the upstairs room is, is a Deer Creek OU homage. <laughs> uh, just to catch up the listeners, uh, if they don't know already. So obviously we're in a pandemic and in Oklahoma, the State Board of Education and State Department of Health decided to leave it up to each individual school district to decide how and when they would return to school. Masks, no masks, distancing, scheduling, like all of that has been left up to the districts. I serve on the school board for the Deer Creek School District. And it, it is an understatement to say <laughs> it has been a very stressful three months. I just got sworn in in July. I was supposed to be sworn in in April, but because of COVID, I didn't get sworn in until July. And of course, there are a wide range of opinions on when and how the kids should get to go back to school. And I think it's fair to say we understand all the different viewpoints. I mean, you and I have discussed it. Um, I've discussed it with a lot of other friends. And so we know the the divergent range that really goes back to just the virus itself, right? I believe in the mask. I think that it helps. You don't. And, and But, you know, guess what? That's okay. We're still friends, right? And so there are these wide range of opinions. Well, there's a Deer Creek parents page on Facebook. And then there was this separate group that was formed by parents who want their kids back in school five days a week right now. Like we want five days a week right now. Now I was in that group because as a school board member, I was invited to be in the group. I never commented. I just kind of watched it to me. It was very divisive. 
and politicized. And I didn't see the leadership of that group really promoting what they needed in my mind, what I think they were trying to promote. I got kicked out of the group <laughs> because surprise, surprise. I <laughs> obviously they could tell that I was considering many more factors besides the parents wanting their kids back in school five days a week. As a school board member, part of my duty is to look at all the factors, really. Anyway, I got kicked out of the group. You were in the group, correct? I was, yes. Like, like what was your level of participation in the group? Um, if they took a poll on, I think there was one comment I made, they wanted to know how many kids you had in your family that this affected. At this time, I only still have one that's in Deer Creek schools, an eighth grader. Uh, so I commented on that and I said, one and I might have commented on something else that I would help with something they were looking to get committees together to help kids that were struggling with school and struggling yeah. with and and since I do have some free days I don't go to work every day till about three I commented that I would be more than happy to help one or two days a week uh, mainly with English because that's kind of where my brain goes. I'm not really a math brain. Uh, but other than that, and I don't even know if I commented on that. I know I thought about like in my head, like, oh, I've got some days I could do that. But the kicker was they were having a town hall meeting last Saturday. And I, it was in my neighborhood. It was at the clubhouse in my neighborhood. So I went into the page because I couldn't remember what time. So I went to pull the page up because I was legit going to go. I was going to go see what it was about and the page wouldn't pull up and I kept getting this not connected to internet. Well, all my other pages will pull up. So I started doing some digging and found out that I too had been removed <gasps> from the group. What? And I was like, rude. Why? <laughs> like the first thought was, I mean, I was active, but I wasn't like a crazy voice in there. Like I wasn't, overzealous or anything like that will come to find out. I was removed because of my close friendship with you. Yeah. And they thought I was a mole <laughs> relaying inside information. Full <laughs> disclosure, I've I didn't do. Like no. I we didn't even have a discussion. You didn't even know I was in no group. No, I didn't. I didn't. We we just never discussed it. It, no. it was never a reason to discuss. No. It. And let me say this. I'm sure you've been called lots of names in your life. I know. But I venture to guess Mole was the first. Mole's, mole was the first. I mean, I've been called some doozies. I've been called many things. <laughs> and I will say, I mean, I get a lot of screenshots of the things that were being said about me and the memes that were created, which is so fun. I'm still laughing about that one meme. They had a picture of me. Thank God they oh, yeah. selected a really good picture. Because, you know, they could have gone to my page and probably found a less than flattering one. But they picked a really good picture for this meme. And it had my name. And the very first thing underneath my name said, works for the ACLU. <laughs> Do you know what I thought when I saw that? I was like, no, she doesn't. She's a freaking volunteer. She doesn't, they don't pay her. She doesn't work for them. That was my first thought. Was, they don't laughed. even know what they're talking about. I just laughed and laughed because I'm thinking, if that's the worst thing that people can say about me. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> such a terrible trait to have, to serve so I to, get, for I, civil rights. How dare you? I know. And, and so I get, lots, I get lots of screenshots. But hand to God, I could say, you never once sent me one. And I swear, I didn't even know you were in there. I know. 
So I, once again, one of those topics that we know is too heavy. Yeah. Not that we haven't had discussions about the school board's decision. We have, maybe, right, right. but nothing to do with me being in an active group against the decision you and the school board have made. Right. That, that we don't need to discuss that. We already no. know we're on opposite sides of the spectrum. That's right. We, and it's okay. And you know why I am, and I know why you're on the other side. Like, right. It doesn't need to be like can, every day diving into the same. Why? You're not changing my mind. I'm not changing yours. Move on. Yeah. And yes, you're right. I think the masks are silly. <laughs> I don't wear one. I also don't cough in people's faces. I also keep my distance back. I also, yes. like, it's not like I'm being rude with my decision to not wear a mask everywhere I go. I keep my social distance and stay six feet back. What's funny is, what I've encountered is the ones with the mask feel like they can go all up in my personal space now. Mm. Now, let me tell you, in my mind, because it's human nature of my personality, in my mind, I'm judging them. In my mind, I'm saying, how come you don't have a mask on? Like, it, I'm just being honest. I am. I can't help it. But I'm not going to vocalize it and say, put your mask on. I had a staff meeting with myself. Tell Bullet us about points, that. Yes. pros and cons. And my last question to myself was, what's the cross you're going to die on? Mm. Like, what's the, what is the one thing that you are not, for any reason, going to bend on? Mm. And when I came to the conclusion of the cross I'm dying on is this, I will conform and follow all these other policies without griping, without being bitter about it, because I ain't dying on that. I'm not dying on the mass cross. Yeah. My kid does not seem to mind wearing one to school. Okay. She goes to school with a mask on. Do I love it? No. Do I agree with it? No, not really. But that's not the end game for me. Mm -hmm. I do have one thing that's the end game that would make me pull my child out of school. Until we get there, we're good. And we're that's good. A, a required vaccine. A required vaccine. Right. Yep, that's the cross I will die on. And until that becomes a head or becomes something that's required of me and my family and my child, my kid will probably be homeschooled after that. Yeah. I don't see us getting there, but yeah. that's my cross to die on. Yeah. Until yeah. then, I'll do what you want. Yeah. I'll do what makes everybody feel good about it. Yeah. It's not hurting me. It's not hurting my kid to wear a mask. It's not. It's not. To people who are listening today, what are your words of advice for people who, A, have friends who think different from them, and two, how to engage on social media? Oh, see that I was already spinning before you said how to engage on social uh -huh. media. Uh -huh. I say don't. Yeah. Don't engage. Don't with the bait and hook. Don't. Mm. If you don't agree with one of your closest friends politically and they put something politically charged up, that's a scroll through. <laughs> yeah. Roll your eyes. Yes. Do you. Yes. I'm not telling you not to be who you are, but there's zero reason to engage because if they are your true friend, you already know that that's their stance. Yeah. That that's their feelings. Shoop, shoop, shoop. That's the noise I make when I'm scrolling. Shoop, 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 shoop. That's all you got to do. There's no reason. Yeah. If it's something that truly bothers you, instead of engaging on social media, 
that becomes a phone call because that's your friend. And if they're your friend, you call them or you text them personally and say, mm, you might want to be mindful of your words. Mm -hmm. that, that one kind of hit home a little too close to one of your dear friends. Yeah. And you know what's funny? I don't feel like I've ever posted anything that would hurt your heart. Yeah. And I don't feel like you have ever done that reciprocal to me that would hurt my heart to read it. Right. If you did, for instance, a post that said, I will never understand or agree with anyone that is an ex-vaxxer. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it would be like, Crap. yeah, because I know how important that is. To you me. know, how, you know that I'm on the other side of that. You know, that's my heart. You know that I have reasons for doing what I do. And, mm -hmm. but you would never do that. No, nope. And I know you wouldn't. Nope. But I think that's when you start seeing who are your true core friends mm -hmm. and who really might just be acquaintances that have come in and out of your life. If they're an acquaintance, their opinion doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. yeah. Their opinion of what they throw out there, it shouldn't matter. That's a scroll through. What was that other quote? Stop listening to opinions of others you would never go to for advice. That's it. So true. Yeah. I come to you for advice um, daily, daily. <laughs> so if you were to post something like that, it would hurt my heart. Right. But at the end of the day, you wouldn't. No. Okay. So that's why this works. Yeah. We don't engage in things with each other, even out there in the social media world that we know would directly affect our friendship. And that I know we could hop on a call or Marco Polo right. or a, you know, one thing that I've been trying to do with friends or even, you know, just acquaintances is instead of addressing that, like if they have said something on my post or I've seen something is to send them something in messenger, send them something privately. I have found that to be much more productive. Correct. Now I am human. And so I fail. <laughs> many times. And so that quick temper of mine sometimes takes over my fingers mm -hmm. and I'll, I'll shoot out that sarcastic sting, but it is something. Don't I'm you always on. regret it later? Oh God. Yes. Every time. I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of the lesson to learn is yeah. we've both done it. Yep. And I'm always regretful. Right. It feels and good in the just, moment. Yes. It feels good in the moment, but then you're like, Oh, why did I do that? Why did I do that? Yeah. Yeah. Why did I pot stir? Yeah. Here we are saying we don't want to be pot stirs. And yeah. You and I both have been the pot stirrer at one time or another. Of course. Yeah. I don't want to be known as that. No. And unapproachable. I think that makes you look very unapproachable. And that's not what I'm trying to put out there. I want to be an approachable human so I can educate people on maybe things I believe in. But if you're so hardcore out there for everyone to see no one's going to come to you and say well why do you believe that because they don't feel like you're an approachable human don't you think it's also a credibility issue <laughs> i am hesitant to take credible when someone is you know, so out there and so aggressive with it and so well and personally attacking I mean, personally attacking it is someone, it's like you said, someone that I don't even know. And so clearly they can't know me will say something so 
far-fetched that I, what was the comment? Oh, that I was looking at these young girls with disdain as they spoke at the school board meeting. And I thought, and I did, I snapped. That was one of those moments. I I let that person have it because that is so not me. But they only said that because they don't know you. Yeah. That's the only reason they could even come up with a term like that. They don't know you. You don't look at anyone with disdain. That's just not who you are as a person. And especially young, young women who, that's who I mentor. I I mean, I'm just like, what? So that, that lose, that person loses credibility with me. And so I'm going to have a hard time. Anything else that comes out of their mouth. Yes. I'm not even going to take it with a grain of salt. I'm just not going to take it. But we learn to not respond. Yes, that's... We learn to scroll. I'm working on that. Because from now into the election, it's just going to get worse. It is. And you know, I'm Pollyanna. I am like Miss Optimism. But I know between now and the election, it's going to be bad. (laughs) What is your advice to people on how to maneuver friendships with people that you know think the opposite from you? Maybe hit that unfollow. There's like a button sometimes that you can hit that's like snooze for 30 days. Yes. If you really can't, if it's really making a rise out of you to constantly see it from the same person, snooze them. Mm Because what you don't know doesn't hurt you. So if you're not seeing it pop up day after day after day, Mm -hmm. you don't have any reason to get bitter or upset about it. So maybe just snooze. You're still friends, but you can't look at that anymore. <laughs> you, can't, you can't look at that one-sided narrow-mindedness anymore. Yeah. We just so when the election's move. over, open the floodgates. Everybody's yeah. friends again. <laughs> <laughs> then we, I just want to get back to fighting about football. Can we just get back to fighting about, remember, like, that's all we were worried about was fighting about football or when was it vice president Dan Quayle misspelled potato. I mean, I mean, you remember that that's simpler what times. upset us. Yeah. Simpler times. I want to get back to that. That would be so great. You should see all the looks I get every time I wear a Baker Mayfield jersey. Some of them are like, want the fist bump and other people are like, the heck are you wearing that for? Why are they mad at Baker? They, everybody mad at Baker. Nobody liked Baker but me. <laughs> Is it from, he said he was going to, but then he said he wasn't going to kneel. No, but this goes back years with him, like, planting the flag in the middle of the Ohio State field, which oh, I thought was brilliant. I, yeah. I loved every minute of that, but many didn't. His I commercials like are hysterical. commercials are my favorite. Yeah, I love it. What, what is that for? Oh, their commercial's not working. I forgot what the heck they were branding. Because we love Baker so much while we're watching yeah. this Baker. It's his house. It's something about, it's his, it's oh my gosh, NFL. It's not NFL. It's, it's not. not. No. Is it progressive insurance? Yes. <laughs> it's not working. We You're need right. to tell their marketing people it's not working. <laughs> now I'm going to have to watch it and specifically look. I know. And then I'm going to text you and say, it's about this. I saw it again today. (laughs) Thank you, my friend. I sure love you. You're welcome. I'll see you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Hellcats Hope. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe. To book me as a speaker for your next event, work one-on-one as a coach, or find more information on my upcoming book, please go to whatthehellcat.com. Thanks for listening.